whenever you are ready to go. Girl, oh, it's episode. It's episode five. Yes, it's episode five. Welcome back, everyone, to the On Water Podcast, episode five. Um, it's been quite a bit since we uh, recorded last. Um, last time we recorded with Ruth, and it was so fun. It was so good, and um, we had just the best time with her. Um, I know she was super. <laughs> she was super nervous, like the from the time we picked her up to when she got here she was super nervous but um she did an amazing job and people are obsessed with her and i am obsessed with exactly and i am obsessed with her too um and it was just and uh, like honestly i think the amount of traction that grew was since like the day of filming with ruth um I th- you know what i'm gonna just give everyone an update and i'll give you an update jamie too about the the amount of support and love on water podcast has been getting over the past three uh three weeks and it's just been insane insane um i honestly don't know um how it happened but it did (laughs) and i'm just so excited because um i think to a certain degree i was mm, i was more nonchalant with the podcast simply because i was like you know what like it's gonna take some time not a lot of people are gonna watch it not a lot of people are gonna you know interact with it for a while uh and then that week uh people just uh popped off (laughs) uh with their comments and just their support and it's been amazing i think the day that we filmed with ruth was um it was it was two weeks ago today so August 25th was the day that we filmed with Ruth. And at that point, we had like 500 followers on on uh, Instagram. And today, right now, um, on September 8th, uh, we are at 5,967, which is crazy. In three weeks, like going like, I think, I don't know. I can't do math. That's 10 times, right? The 500 times 10 is 5,000, right? Right. It sounds about right. Yeah. Like tenfold, like increasing. That's crazy. Um, And I think probably by next week we'll be at 7K. And um, you know what? I will give even the uh, so Jamie doesn't know the numbers yet. The last time I updated her was two weeks ago. And um, the amount of Spotify followers we have now. Yeah, is. 1,183. Yeah. Yeah. We have that many Spotify uh, followers. And it's so crazy. Like one of, uh, I think the first episode that we came out with, um, it, it's at 900 listens on on Spotify. And on YouTube, let's give a little check. Um, on YouTube, we are now at... 337 subscribers which is so crazy to me because we just right now currently we only have four episodes out Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like i um (laughs) it doesn't seem like there's a lot to uh enjoy but uh i'm just so thankful to everyone who has been so supportive and so um and the dms that i've been getting like they're just so sweet and um i people have been saying I have a nice voice and I'm like uh, I disagree <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I want to uh, I don't know is there a way to improve that I don't think so 
I don't, is there a way to improve, like like make it sound nicer? I don't know. Um, okay, okay. I I guess I'm good. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank everyone for just being so supportive and and getting on board on this. You know, to to step out of the boat with me because that was the whole point that. Um, the whole point of this podcast and the whole reason why that God had led me to do this is so that we can all step out of the boat and step out in faith together and to be encouragers of, of to each other of how we can step out in faith. And we do not have to live in this um, lukewarm, just, oh, like, we'll just see how it happens. Like, I'm not going to take any risks for the Lord. I'm not going to trust him in his timing. I'm not going to trust him in his work. We're not going to live those Christian lives anymore. And you guys have decided to take that step, too. And um, even in the one uh, real TikTok video that I posted, uh, a lot of you guys um, that a lot of you guys saw, which was about um, the marriage thing and uh, wanting to step out in faith when it comes to marriage. And I see the the comments of people saying, like, you know what, like I've. I haven't been praying on my future spouse or I've really given up and this has given me uh, the encouragement to be able to step out in faith and, and start praying about it again. And that just makes me so excited. Um, not because like I'm, I'm, I will talk about this in the future, but like with the marriage stuff, I'm not trying to idolize marriage, but I'm trying to encourage people to not live out in fear, but to understand that God is bigger than our fears and that we can actually pray and have faith in the things that he has in store for us rather than what we expect in our lives and what we think is the limit to what God can do. And so I'm excited about that. I'm so happy about that. And um, I just have a few announcements. Um, another comment that I've been getting is Apple Podcast. So when we first started, uh, it was only on Spotify. The, the content was only on Spotify and on YouTube. And um, I'm going to be very honest with you. The reason why I didn't have it on Apple Podcast was because I did not know how <laughs> to put it on Apple Podcast. I like, I'm okay, y'all. I'm so bad with technology. I don't know. God, only God knows why he made me do this on a digital platform because I do not know how to use technology at all. And um, Spotify, like it was very easy. Um, they were just like, just enter some stuff and click OK a couple of times. And I was like, done um, with Apple Podcasts. It was a lot more complicated. Maybe it isn't, but I just was dumb and I didn't know how to do it. And so <laughs> and so I wanted um, like I, I honestly, I just gave up. I was like, I'm not going to put on Apple Podcasts. And then uh, people were like, hey, when is it coming on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that? And I realized there are listeners. There's a lot more listeners now and a lot of people use Apple Podcasts. And I'm like, OK, you know what? Um, I got to figure this out. And so I ended up figuring it out. Long winded way to say uh, it's now on Apple Podcasts now It is up and all the episodes are out now and it's going to continue to go up on Apple Podcasts if you do want to listen to it in that way, in that platform. So it is there. Uh, the second announcement is that we now have a, uh, a way for you guys to support financially. And I'm going to get into this. Um, so uh, the reason why I put up the, um, the Stripe option um, to be able to support financially is because, um, one, why not? I feel like people want to and like desire to support financially in the uh, ambitions and in the endeavors that other Christians have and they want to invest in the kingdom 
I have done that for so many different podcasts and so many different um, projects that people have done. And I'm like, other people are willing to do that as well. Um, but also, uh, it's also another way for people to to uh, support the podcast, not just in prayer and um, in interacting with the content and stuff like that. Um, but also, if you guys didn't know, this is not a studio. <laughs> this is this is my house. <laughs> you are looking into my living room right now, and right now all of my stuff is pushed back, and um, yeah, like we can pan over. And, like, like it's literally it's very messy it really truly is so it's um it's not a studio we're filming at my house uh but all of this equipment um that we have here the mic the stand um the the recording equipment all all of this most of the recording equipment is all rented beautiful jamie is the one who's filming and so she has her her camera that we're filming on and uh the lights are also Jamie's, which is a blessing to me. It's amazing. Um, but uh, all, all of these are rented. And so it's and I, I've i just been paying out of my own pocket, which is com completely fine with me. I think it's a way that God has told me to invest in this podcast, uh, my time and my money. Uh, he told me this is my ministry now. And so I need to be investing my time, my money, my uh, my mental space um, and all of that into this podcast. But um, it does interfere with when and uh, how often we can film and um and if we do have guests we need to like rent double mics and stuff like that and different equipment for that uh and what i would love to continue to uh, to do this podcast is actually buy the equipment ourselves um and that is a lot of money dollars which i do not have <laughs> and that's why we're renting it out and you know what it is by god's grace that we're able to rent this out at the price that we have but that is kind of the goal is to have this equipment and be able to um, have it accessible all the time because we own it now and that we're able to film with uh, whoever and with um, at whatever time that we want. And also like if we do have guests to be able to give them honorariums and things like that um, to be able to support this kind of content uh, that goes out into the rest of the world. And so to all of the listeners who um, want to support financially, there is an option now. Um, get, I, I put it in the little blurb whenever you click the link. Uh, if, you could, uh, if you click the link for Stripe to support financially, it's on the link tree. I'm hope I'm trying to make it as accessible as I possibly can, but like if it's not, and you're like guys, you're like, Jin, where the heck is this link? I will put it wherever you guys want me to, and um, uh, just let me know. And uh, so yeah. So if you guys would like to support financially in whatever way that you can, um, honestly, if every Instagram follower gave like a dollar or even 50 cents, we can buy this equipment. <laughs> like it's honestly like I did. I looked at the numbers a little bit. And if everyone just gave 50, honest, it's crazy. If everyone just gave a dollar or 50 cents, we would be ready to go. Um, which is kind of crazy, but that is the, um, current goal for now is just to get the equipment and buy it ourselves. Um, and honestly, I'm, that is another step of faith for me. Um, because either way, even if we don't have the money to, to buy it ourselves, like I'm going to have to keep spending money and renting it each and every time. And I'm like, that is completely fine with me. Um, uh, but I'm like, God, you got to provide that money then. <laughs> God, this is your, see, I love this quote. God's will, God's bill. 
if God told me to do it and he put me in the steps, like he set the steps up for me so that I have to fulfill his will, then he will provide the money. He will provide the funds. And like, if that means me stepping out of my comfort zone and me stepping out in faith and doing and maybe, I don't know, fundraising or, you know, asking people to support financially or, you know, like, like not out of my own strength. But waiting on God for the finances to come is one of the hardest things. But I feel like it is it is the next step of faith for me. Um, and so letting this um, the support financially button be a way for me to step out in faith. Um, yeah, that's another a way to put this into the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's that. Um, probably not. Honestly, I hate um, money talk, which is something that I can probably like look of reflect on but i'm probably not going to mention it that many times because i don't like asking people for money even though it is valid but still um anywho's um that was the two bigger updates about the podcast and uh, that's done now (laughs) um i guess the last thing is um with moving forward with the topics on the podcast um i think it might be good to orient the uh, the guests with kind of what people want to listen to um, because I know that there's a lot of things that people are wanting to dive deeper into when it comes to the Christian faith um, and I know a lot of people who are very knowledgeable um, but I want to be able to to orient it towards what people actually want to hear and um, so for instance like if people want to hear about like I don't know like one thing that I do kind of want to talk more about is um like what it means to be a man and a woman in the christian space uh, as a christian um because i know especially men um i think with women we do talk about it a lot more but with men like men don't usually talk about like oh what does it mean does it mean to be a christian man um and what are some of the ways that it like the world uh interferes with that and all that stuff i kind of want to talk about that um and you know also like the relationship stuff yeah it's a very hot topic everyone talking about like oh i want like i want to be snatched up like i want to <laughs> i want to get my person like why am i not getting my person you know we can definitely talk about that and like i have a few comments about that um and uh, we're probably gonna answer some of the questions and and answer some of the comments that were in um the the videos that we've already posted but um yeah, there's just so many different topics about the Christian walk uh, and diving deeper into that. Um, and if you guys have any like questions or have any topics that you guys actually want to talk about, I'll put it in the Spotify. Like, like there's a way to interact on Spotify. Honestly, I don't really know what it looks like, but um, I will put it as an option for like if you guys want to bring up topics about the Christian faith that you want us to discuss. I have a plethora of very smart and capable uh, Christian friends who are able to discuss all of these with us, which is so fun. Um, But yeah, uh, I think for this episode, I kind of wanted to, um, I haven't seen Jamie in a while too, and it's been a while since it's just been me and um, the audience, the people out there. Uh, and so I kind of want to give a update on how um, I've been stepping out into faith and kind of what my life has been looking like right now. Um, because I also understand that um, y'all don't know me. 
<laughs> a lot. Well, some of you know me, some of my friends and, yeah. and church people do watch my podcast, but a lot of people out there don't know me. And how are we ever supposed to build like trust? How are you, is, how are you supposed to trust what I say if you don't know who I am? Um, and I want to be held accountable and I want to allow this podcast to also be um, a place where, where people can be encouraged to go deeper and to be vulnerable. And if I am not setting that example, then like, what's the point of this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'll kind of go into like how God has been kind of moving me and walking me through uh, this past month. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you. And Jamie already knows this part is like the, the month of August has been, it's been crazy, um, and very difficult for me. And, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, and I'll explain why, uh, August has been a difficult month for me because of one mental health, uh, stuff, but also like relationship stuff. And, um, and also like I've, I've been distant with God this past month and it's been, and I think all of them kind of fed into each other and it's, it's been, uh, a difficult time. Um, one thing that I, uh, struggle with, uh, and I have struggled with for a long time is depressive episodes. Uh, so I, 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 I don't think I've ever talked about my mental health on the podcast yet, but for the past like six years seven years um i've kind of gone through cycles of depressive episodes and i'm and uh, i never really talked about it with anyone uh since i think like last year is when i actually started talking about it with people uh yeah maybe like yeah last year is when i actually started talking about it with people and it's because one i grew up Christian and I thought like, oh, like I just need to pray more (laughs) or like I just haven't been with like in tune with the Lord enough. And that's why I can't talk about it with people. But also I was in the mental health field Um, when I first started getting these depressive episodes. It was back in university and I was in psychology and I was planning on becoming a psychotherapist, which I am now. And I was like, how can I know so much about the mental health space and about the psyche and be messed up in the head? <laughs> like is like, I truly thought like it, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be mentally unhealthy if I know so much of how to make it healthy. Yeah. Like it, I, I, I honestly believe that like I can fix myself. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Event. Cause I know all of the different, um, you know, like cognitive things to say or like the cognitive homework. And I know um, how to, how to, you know, guide and, and walk with people who are struggling with mental illness. So it's like, I can do that for myself, you know, like I can, you know, but it's dumb. (laughs) It's dumb because I'm a doctor can't be their own doctor, you know? And, um, but that honestly, that amount of pride and stubbornness got me into years and years of suffering and I never actually got it addressed. And 
And I still didn't get it addressed. I'm going to be fairly honest. I still didn't get it addressed. And I'll get into why August was, um, yeah, a changing point for that. But yeah, so like I would have um, like sprouts of anxiety. Like um, like I would, like anxiety is like a, like a more constant thing. Um, like I would have like a lot of anxiety. And then if I had heightened anxiety, I would... And I think it's because of the way that I was living that I was feeding into my anxiety. And as I continued living the way that I did, um, anxiety would pile up and I would like get like before I would get panic attacks and um, it would be very bad. And then I would go and then my body would shut down. So because it's overworking, my brain is overworking and I'm feeling like physiologically and mentally, psychologically, I felt so overwhelmed with anxiety that my body actually shut down and I would dissociate and I would go into a, a I think like, at, like a couple hours at least of like me just dissociating and um, and it's pretty bad because I would not do anything, yeah. even if I knew like I had to get up in the morning and go somewhere like it would be a battle in my head get up get up and like my body would not move and it was like it's um I think at this point now I just get more frustrated before I was scared because I was like and I would cry because I would be like I don't know what's happening with me I just can't get up um even though I know that I have to even though I know I have I have things to do and I would be scared but now because it's happened so many times I'm just frustrated myself I'm like I know you can get up like what's wrong with you and like it would like it would make me so angry at myself um and um and then after like I get over the dissociative state um that's when the depressive episode would start and um I would not talk to a lot of people I would separate myself from people um I wouldn't leave the house. Um, if I had anything to do, I would just go out and do it and then come back home. And uh, I would honestly like just try to distract myself as much as possible. I think before um, like pandemic, because um, I think the the last time I had like a really bad depressive episode um, that was like um, inebriating was in the beginning of the pandemic. Which uh, kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it aligns. Uh, but that at that point, like I would binge TikTok. I would binge like TV shows and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of what I would do in these depressive episodes. Um, and they would last about like a couple of days. And as you guys can tell, I'm very self-aware. Like I know when these depressive episodes are happening, I know right away. I'm like, oh no, my anxiety is very heightened. I think that the I'm gonna dissociate anytime oh. soon, and then I would, yeah. and then after the dissociating, I would be like, okay, here comes a depressive episode, and I would be, and it sounds crazy because if you're like, if you're hyper aware, if you're aware of what's happening to you, like it, it, it sounds like you should be able to snap yourself out of it yeah. and fix it. It's like, oh, like, but that's the thing. It's um, having a broken arm and saying, yeah, I have a broken arm and acknowledging you have a broken arm is different from going to the doctor and getting it fixed. Right. And I think that was my problem is that I saw myself going through these panic attacks and having these anxiety issues, um, dissociating and, and having these depressive episodes. And I would acknowledge it and be like, yes, I have it, but I wouldn't go to the doctor to fix it. 
right? And um, I wouldn't actually take the steps to healing. And it was a constant um, like cycle in my life of going through the same thing over and over again. And, under, and, and I thought that being aware of it and acknowledging it was good enough. As long as I have control over what's happening, it's fine. But I was suffering. And yeah, so I continue to live that way. And I continue to um, just accept that this is the way that, well, yeah, I accepted the fact that this is the way that I lived. Um, and I think the last cycle of this uh, was actually in April. Yes, it was in April. Yeah. Yeah, it was in April. <laughs> um, yeah, so the last time I went to that was in April. And it, it's honestly, it's around the clock. Like every three, four months is when I have another one. And so it was in April and then um, and then August rolls around. And, um, and the, it was different this time. And I'll explain why it was different this time because I had, I just had so much stuff going on <laughs> and, uh, I was finishing up my capstone paper for my master's degree and it was a 20 page paper that I had to finish and I procrastinated so much y'all. I forgot like, I, I, I know it's bad. I know it's bad, but I procrastinated. Like I had a whole year to write this 20 page paper and I wrote it in a week. <laughs> I did not start until a week before the deadline. Wow. And you know what? I still wrote it. And this is why I keep procrastinating because I know I can do it. Oh, it was so bad. But the thing is, I was stressed out for the whole week. I was just stressed out. Like, I'm like, I need to finish this. It was terrible. But um, yeah, and, and I there was just so many things happening in my life. And um, I felt like... I was just pushing down my feelings in the time of, of a lot of emotional and mental stress. Um, I knew I was feeling anxious. I knew it. But I was like, I don't got time to be anxious right now. I got to push my feelings down and deal with my capstone paper and work and church and all that stuff. And like, I have to deal with that. And um, and it was it was not good. And honestly, as a mental health professional, are you dumb? Like, are like I can't. I would never. I would honestly oh, wow. look at if a client told me that they were just pushing their feelings down to get work done. I'd be like, Are you, are you okay with risking your mental health for this? Yeah. If you are, if you say that you are, then like that's on your own terms. But like, it's not a good idea. And, but, yeah. I I did it anyways. And I feel like, um, honestly, as a mental health professional, I feel like sometimes I am an exception. You know, it's like, like, no, I'm good. Like, because I know, I know how to deal with this. I'm good. I'll be fine. Like, even if I do go through all of these things, I'll be okay. Like, I know the ways to, to get myself out of it. And, um, but I didn't. And that's why, um, when after I handed in my capstone paper the second week of August, yeah, it just went downhill from there. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was a bad, um, 
first couple of weeks in August for me. After I finished my capstone and I was in the second week of August, I ended up going back into that cycle of, um, I think all the anxiety from that week was just piling on. And then I had my dissociative episode after I handed in my, my, uh, capstone paper and, and I knew it. I was like, you know what? I knew this was going to happen. And I just let it happen. And I was like, and I was honestly pissed off at myself again. Um, I had to, and I, I, you know what? The one thing that I have been getting better at is that when I went through my dissociative, dissociative episode, I called my friend and, um, and I was able to process it with her. I literally called her uh, my friend Yasmin. She's a real one. <laughs> Whenever I call, she just answers the phone. I FaceTimed her and I was like, and I was crying. Um, I had woken up that morning and I called Yasmin because I was going through my dissociative episode and I was crying and I was like, Yasmin, I can't get up. I can't get out of my bed. I have work. I have to be at work right now <laughs> and I can't get up and I, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know. And I was just like, I was a whole mess. And she was like, okay, what, um, what do you need to do? I'm like, I just need to take a shower and you go to work. And she's like, okay, well then can you just sit up? I'm like, yes. And so I sat up and, and honestly, we just started talking and stuff like that. And then as I was talking to her, I started getting a little bit better. And she's like, do you think you can go in the shower now? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, okay, we'll take a shower and, um, just focus on getting your stuff and then leaving the door and just getting out the door. And once you're out the door, the momentum will just get you to work. And so I, I got to work and she's like, just message me when you get to work. And then I sent her a little selfie and I'm like, I'm at work <laughs> and I got there. And so that's how I got out of my dissociative episode. But, um, I, I kind of got into, um, my little depressive little thing. Um, and I expected it to last like two, three days. Like it usually does. Um, but it went on for like two weeks. Um, but it wasn't as severe. And I know that there is like uh, a spectrum to like how severe your uh, depression can be. And uh, I'm not like on a a clinical like part. Um, I'm not clinically depressed. Like I don't have um, a diagnosis, but um, I know that like I'm like there's like I know the difference when I'm depressed and when I'm not. And I can sense that like there's like an underlying um feeling of melancholy just like a feeling of like like numbness and it's so weird um because I don't feel like myself and um what's great is like not what's great (laughs) but (laughs) but like on the like the brighter side of things like you would only last like two three days I would feel off I would feel like just empty and um yeah and then just in August it just kept going like I would I wouldn't be reading my word and um I actually didn't go to church I don't know if you <laughs> I don't think you noticed but like well, I never see you yeah it's true I don't I don't see you at uh, during Sunday morning service yeah, yeah. but um yeah it was I think both Sundays I just didn't show up and uh, and that's the one bad thing about big church is that you never really notice when people are there or not but i didn't go to church and i just stayed home 
and I was like I didn't feel good going to my community and um, there was just so many lies of the enemy just telling me that I can't go to certain people that there's no one that I can trust and I was just so afraid of intimacy I felt like I needed to get myself better and need to get myself good because that's what I would do all the time before is that I would go through these cycles and I would be like in my depressive episode and I'll be like okay like I'm gonna be better I'm gonna be good and I would I have my strategies to get myself out of my depressive episodes but it wasn't working this time and I was like I just need to fight through it I just need it like and I talked to like a few of my friends about it later on and I was like you know what like this is just a season, right? Like, this is not just going to be who, who I am now, right? Because um, I was scared. It was the first time that I had been depressed for so long. Um, and I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't feel uh, excited about anything. I don't feel like... I don't know. I just... I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything. And even, like when I saw the numbers go up for the podcast, like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel as, um, excited and, and, um, you know, motivated as I thought I would be if it did, you know, have these numbers. And so even though I felt and in, in my spirit, I was really just, down and um and honestly feeling really hopeless and 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 all those things um i think the holy spirit was still pushing me uh to reach out to things that are healthy which is my community which is the word which is prayer which is scripture um and uh i didn't do it Be real, I didn't do it. I honestly like think I think I was just so emotional and so overwhelmed that I knew that I know that if I go to God, he is going to pull at my heartstrings. I know when I go to God, he is going to make me feel things. He is going to convict me. He is going to just overwhelm me. Even in his grace, he's going to overwhelm me. And I felt so like I couldn't bring myself to to feel those intense feelings yet i was definitely afraid i was definitely afraid to actually face the issues and the heartache that i was feeling um because along with like the feelings of depression i was actually getting flashbacks from like past traumas and stuff and um i was like it was a mental battle and a spiritual battle um and there was you know what's crazy is as i was going through the difficult time the enemy tried to make me believe that this was from god like i was like is this just a thorn in my side is this just something that i need to have um so that i can be humbled and know that you know what like god is like i'm so human and god is god is this what is am i just gonna live like this this is just the way that i need to live to be humbled and to you know to show that i need god and 
And I actually was like contemplating, like, is this even something that I need to be delivered from and healed from? Because this is just something that God has allowed to happen so that I can remember that I'm a human being. And I talked again, I talked to Gabby. (laughs) Everyone loves Gabby. I talked to her and she was like, a thorn in your side will bring you closer to God. Something you need to be delivered from and something that is rooted in sin will push you away from God. What is this doing in your life? And I had to think about it. I'm like, my depression and, and like these episodes have kept me away from scripture that I love so much, has kept me away from my community that supports me and that encourages me. This is not of God. This is not of God. And, um, and she looked at me and she was like, this is not your portion. <laughs> like, this is not of the Lord, you know? And she's like, this is just going to be a season. And you know what? Like, you will be healed from it. I took that and um, I actually was like, okay, you know what? Like, I need to uh, invest in um, just the people who feed into me. And I need to go into um, my my group of like inner circle people that will encourage me and that will bring me back to God. And I'm like, okay. So I spend time with like my closest friends and the people who I know are very strong in the Lord and I spend time with them. And, um, and this was before I, I went to Florida. Uh, last week I went to Florida. So this is before I went to Florida and, um, I spent time with them and they all just helped me so much. But that underlying lingering feeling was still there that underlying feeling of just I still feel very empty like I I don't know it was just still there even though I went to the people and I was like oh like this is so annoying like I just I, I need I, I just snap out of it and I, I kept getting so annoyed at myself because of that and I I was like you know what I'm going to Florida one of my best friends, Kathy, is in Florida, and she is a woman of God who, like, is, she's very different from me. She's very, like, bubbly and, like, you know, colors and, and you know, and um, just very playful, and, and she just brings a different energy than I do, and so I went to her, and I was like, you know what? Kathy will will help me. Like, she will be the person who, like, lifts me up, and, and after I come back from Florida, it'll be amazing. It'll be great, and so I went to Florida, and I saw Kathy and I told her all of this. I told her everything that I was going through. And she asked me, uh, are you prioritizing your time with God? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't bring myself to yeah. like, it's just, it's difficult right now. And she said, well, you're going to all these different people uh, and thinking that they'll help you, but they won't. Like she, she was like, I'm not going to be able to say what, what needs to be said to fix you and to heal you. And she told me that even when she's going through a rough time, like she can go to the people that surround her. But first she says, no, I need to have Jesus time. I need to have time with the Lord. And then I can go to those people because I honestly think I was idolizing 
the people in my life who had a good relationship with the Lord at the time. And I went to them thinking that they would have the solution of putting me back on track. And that is not how it works. <laughs> like we need to be fed and to be poured into by the, the overflow of the Holy spirit. And like, and yes, we can be encouraged by the people around us, but that's the thing. They are not the well. They are not the, the, the overflowing well that will sustain us. And, and that's what I was experiencing. I was going to all of my different friends who were helping me, but they were giving me cups of water to fill. And I was like, yes, okay, I feel a bit better, but I still feel empty, but I still feel empty. And I wasn't going to the source and the depression and the mental, like mental, the bad mental health was stopping me from actually going into the word and um, and actually being filled by God and um, and she said yeah you need to get back in in intimacy with God and so and, and and even when she said that I didn't do it right away and it's so weird and this is kind of what I wanted to bring up today why is it so hard for us to go to God even when we know that it's the best thing for us? Like, why is it so, like when we're struggling, we're going through the toughest time in our lives and we know that the best thing for us right now is God and we still don't go to him. Like, why is it so difficult for us to go to him for refuge, for healing, for restoration and our mind knows it but our heart um, is reluctant to go to him and I think like for me personally I was hesitant to go to God one because I knew what I would be facing because like, you know, like when you have a, um, a issue, but you know that like, if you go to this one friend, she's going to tell you the way that she's going to tell you, <laughs> I know Jamie's pointing at me. <laughs> and like, if you go to this one friend, if you go to this one person, they will tell you exactly what's up. And you're like, yeah, I, maybe I don't bring it up to them. <laughs> maybe I just keep it to myself this time. Um, and, and I think that's how I was feeling with God is I had so much hardship and trauma and and pain and i knew that god would be so graceful with it too and he would be so gentle with me when i am so aggressive with myself i'm like get yourself together fix yourself and like and for me like i think i'm just so used to that and like i receiving grace and receiving that gentleness was actually something that i was like weirdly and i maybe i have to pray about this more it's like weirdly it made me feel more reluctant to go to him because the light of god sheds light on our darkness and our sinfulness and our weaknesses and i think i had a difficulty approaching god with my flawed and um broken nature and so um, it, it took baby steps. Um, I started off with like, you know what? Like, 
God, I can't be sitting in prayer with you for like an hour. Like I can't be like, oh God, like, you know, like the whole like, yes, Jesus, I'm going to listen to worship music and cry with you. Like I, I'm like, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't do that with you right now. It's been three weeks since I've talked to you and I feel a little bit of distance. So I don't think I can go fully into that yet. But I started with one verse and I started with the most basic verse out there. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, he leads me beside green pastures. Um, and he leads me beside quiet waters. And I first started off just with one verse every day. And it was the same verse. And, you know, I just read it and I just read it and, and I have it on my whiteboard in my room and I would just focus on that. And then, um, and then I went into like, um, just being in silence and solitude with God. I'm like, God, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to lie down. Like every morning I would just wake up and be like, God, this is what I can give you right now. It's just, I'm going to wake up and like, yes, I need to go get ready for work or I need to go get ready for something. But I'm going to take these five minutes and just lie down and contemplate you and just be like, yes, you're here with me. You're with me. And good morning. And that's it. And I would wake up and like get on with my day. And as I did those little things, and honestly, I felt like that's like baby Christian stuff, you know? Like, I'm like, no, I should be like getting my word and doing a Bible study. And it's like, for what? Yeah. For what? So that you can say that you're back to where you were before, but that's not where you are now. Yeah. Like, you are not at the mental, physical, spiritual capacity. You are spiritually weak right now. You cannot be expecting yourself to be doing like deep theological biblical you know bible studies or doing two-hour prayer sessions when you're this spiritually weak you need to come to god when you are weary and maybe just start with one verse or just start with a not even like a god here's my prayer for the day it's just like god you're here i acknowledge you amen <laughs> And move on with your day. Like, I, I did not have the capacity to um, have a relationship with God like I had months prior. And I had to acknowledge that. I really did. Because I think um, a lot of the brokenness and the pain that I was struggling with for years was catching up to me. And um, I kind of imagine it. Or, like, God has kind of given me this... Uh, imagery to encapsulate what I've been experiencing. So this is a way that God has kind of helped me visualize what I've been going through over the past month. And it was, I am like a house and uh, it's a beautifully structured house. Like the, the bones are good, you know? Um, and, but over the course of time of all the different crap that's been happening to me, uh, there's like black mold and that's like, oh, like those traumas that you've been experiencing, it's just like forming places. And like now there's termites and now like the upkeep of the house is just, it's deteriorating. Yeah. And there's so, and like I'm running around everywhere trying to fix like there's rust on the, on the, like the pipes now. And I'm trying to fix that. And what thing is, I'm not a plumber. 
I'm not a designer. I'm not a fumigator. I'm not a no nothing. I don't know how to deal with black mold. I don't know how to fix these things, but I am not willing to go to the person who's actually able to fix those things. I am trying to fix them myself. And so like when there's black mold, I all I don't know how to fix it. So I just put a chair there to hide it and say, like, oh, it's not there. Like, it's good. And like slowly, like the wallpaper is falling apart and the walls are 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 like deteriorating and and the floor is creaking and every and i feel the the amount of distress that i'm going through and i think this past month i just stopped trying to fix them and but it made me so defeated and so like i i i just imagine myself in this house filled with a bunch of holes and 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 mold and it's just filled with so many things that are breaking this house apart and because i'm tired i'm just lying down in that house just being like i i can't deal with the upkeep anymore i can't be the one to upkeep my house (laughs) like my body who i am i can't upkeep that anymore like it's i can't do it and um And I feel like now, um, now that I've kind of got back into it and God has, and, and maybe I could talk more about how this restoration period is happening, but like, um, the one word that God has given me over this new season is reconstruction and reconstruction's gonna, it, reconstruction's gonna sound terrible. Like whenever you do construction in your own house, it's, it, it's annoying. Like it's inconvenient. And, um, but thing is you're on a time schedule and if like, oh, like I, I, like if we are putting up the, the walls today, then we need to put up, you know, this next and like, it's on a schedule. So like you need to do it, but like, you're going to hear drilling, you're going to hear it like, oh, like people walking around, like it's just so inconvenient and so annoying, but it needs to happen. And, um, and I feel like God's like, you need to go under renovation. Take that house, take you, and and I honestly it was it was ruining my pride a little bit. But he was like, "You need to break down these walls. the The foundations are good because my foundation is still in the Lord, right? But I have created a world around me that is not sustainable. I have created a lifestyle for me that is not sustainable. And so you need to break down all these walls that you've created for yourself under my great and and sturdy foundation." whatever you have created around it, you need to break those things down and you need to, to, to get rid of everything and reconstruct. And, and I know like a lot of people have these, like, yes, like my life needs to change moments and nothing changes. I think that lying down on the floor in that house was my wake up call. I'm like, yeah, this, I, I can't keep living like this. I can't keep living constantly like, putting myself in situations of anxiety and and leaning on my own strength and going through these depressive episodes and not doing anything about it and having a life structure where I am leaning on myself to the point where I am going through terrible mental health seasons and I I really feel like at this point in my life God's like yeah you need to 
You need to break down these walls. And you need to start from the beginning. And that sounds crazy to me. Because I'm like, God, I thought I was done. I thought I was good. Like, I thought I had it all together. I thought that, you know, my relationship with you was good. I thought my community was good. I thought I was like, I thought I was a good Christian. I thought I had it, you know, I had it like tied down with you. You know, I really did. And um, I think that mentality was actually the thorn in my flesh. Like it was like, it's like, like the fact that I continue to believe that like, I was good. God was like, no, you ain't. <laughs> no, you ain't. Yeah, he humbles you right quick. Uh, and so I think now, and it's so hard because then like when you renovate, your whole house looks different. So you have to navigate like a whole new structure. You can't walk in the dark and find your kitchen no more. You have to, you know, reorient yourself to a new space. And I think God has, and it's hard because I, I've lived my life the way that I have for 27 years now. And, and he's like, yeah, you have to reorient your life. And it has to look different. And um, I think, yeah, he he is, <laughs> Jamie's like... <laughs> So convicted right now. <laughs> but yeah, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm honestly very interested in how God is going to, to move me uh, in this next season. But I think there's a lot of different things that God wants me to um, just completely uh, stop giving myself excuses, but completely surrender to him. Because I think the first step of the renovation is surrendering the blueprints to the Lord. I need to stop wondering and planning on how I am going to make this new space a good space, how it's going to look now. Like if we're going to reconstruct then we need to do it according to his plan or else I'm going to be in the exact same place I was a month ago. I'm going to be with, with unsustainable walls. I'm going to, to build a place that's not good for me and then it's gonna the the mold is gonna come back all this crap is gonna come back and then i'm gonna be and you know what god would let me do that he'd be like okay you want to do that you want to do the blueprints yourself again go ahead because you're the one who's doing this to yourself you are the one who is allowing like these things to happen and um He will always be there to pick me up when I'm on that floor again, hopeless and tired and just unable to to make myself better. He will always be there and he'll always be there to be like, okay, let's break down the walls again. Let's renovate again. But I don't want to do that, dude. I don't want to go through that again. I'm like, God. I, I actually I, I actually want to surrender to you now because I, I don't think I, I can go through that again. Um, and I know that he he is pleased by that. Yeah. He really is. I am better now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not 100%. I don't even know what 100% looks like. 
but right now I just know that God is um, setting me to change my lifestyle a little bit um, according to how he want like with his example really and um, maybe we can talk a little bit more about how that looks like uh, means setting boundaries and um, orienting my relationship with God as more of a friendship than um, anything else and uh, being in good friendship with God um, and being intimate with him and also how to to uh, lean on him when it's difficult um, going back to therapy that whole thing and so there's gonna be a lot of different changes in my life and I feel like God is preparing me for a lot of different new things that are gonna happen in my life but um, I am excited and I want to invite um, you guys into it and in, encourage you guys to be vulnerable if you guys have questions about mental health and the Christian walk I have professional but also personal ways to, to talk about that and yeah um, I want to thank you guys again for listening and for being a safe space for me to be able to talk about all these things because multiple times in today's recording I was about to cry and I was like mm. <laughs> bring it back out <laughs> you know uh, put them back in my brain um, but yeah like I uh, this is a place of vulnerability and I understand that this is going out into the world into the internet and it's um, it's a scary thing to uh, have my life be open like this but um, I feel like when God said this is my ministry and this is the place where I I need to invest in the kingdom it's a lot of me and that means my story that means my life that means my time and my energy and my resources and I am so excited to see how God uses me as a vessel for his kingdom and so, yes, um, I think that's it for today. Uh, if you guys have anything to share, please leave them in the comments because I do read them and uh, continue to interact with me because it is always a fun time to hear from you guys. Uh, well, Jamie, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. I think that's it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.